you know, when I worked in the nightclub, I would think that alcohol was the coolest thing ever. You know, I was handling alcohol all the time and I felt like such a cool person because I had so much access to it. Because alcohol wasn't free, alcohol was expensive, and I was broke at the time. And when I would have five or six you know, drinks behind the bar for free, and then I would give four or five to my friend, I would add up the cost of those drinks in my head. So I would have $10, $12, you know, times five, and then another $20, $15 here, and you know, I'd be really getting $150, $200 worth of alcohol free every single night. And I felt like a baller because of it. Because I saw a lot of people come to the bar and spend that amount of money, and when they spent that amount of money, they would spend it on women, and they would you know, get access to some kind of sexual or physical nature from this girl. One thing you gotta understand about the nightclub is that 99% of all the drinks bought are by men. The majority of drinks, if not every single drink, is bought by a guy. There are no girls coming up and grabbing drinks, and if they are, they're typically doing it for a special occasion with their friend. Usually it's guys buying drinks for girls. And sometimes girls will just sit at the bar and refuse to even buy a drink until a guy comes up and spends money on her. So alcohol was the gateway to the conversation a lot of times when it comes to women. And, and you know, in a lot of ways, it still is. I'm keeping it real. But I really wanted to be like the guys in VIP. They would come in, cut through the line, have a couple girls around them, walk up, sit down in a nice comfortable section and they would have space, they would have room. There wasn't a ton of people bumping into them and they would have these sparklers and these signs that will come up from beautiful women. These women would be shaking their ass and shaking their, you know, their chest and their breasts and everything uh, to these guys. And you know, these were gorgeous girls, the cocktail girls. And obviously they were dolled up, they looked good, they were wearing skimpy outfits and they were you know, very much into these guys like people will say oh they're just doing their job no i know a lot of these guys would hook up with literally the entire staff i always said this and people get upset with it but the, the easiest girl to hook up with in a club is the bottle girl by far the bottle girls are the easiest ones to hook up with and it's because if you spend a little bit of money in the club in vip you get to know her she's essentially forced to have a conversation with you because she's serving your table and you know she effectively knows you have money she knows that you're signing a bill and spending money here and you're supporting her lifestyle in this rare niche environment and you know it causes that relationship to be formed whether she likes it or not and typically in a dark lusty nightclub environment if you're taking the time out to talk to the bottle girl and have a normal conversation with her you can get to understand that she's a regular person just like everybody else she's probably doing it to support her lifestyle in terms of schooling or you know just living she only works a couple days a week so she has a lot of free time and you can nail these girls down with the free time that they have. So I've always said the bottle girls are the easiest ones to kind of get in touch with. But, you know, with that being said, I would look at these guys and they were just living life. They would have a ton of beautiful women around them and they were around celebrities and athletes and they were, you know, cheers and champagne. And I would just think this was so cool. I remember like, because I came from such an environment, one, one day, I was in college in the morning and then in the weekends I was in the club and I would look at the people around college and they were going to frat parties and they were going to, you know, tailgating events. I'm like, these guys are such losers if they only understood that there's so many cooler things to do out there besides just cheersing at, at toga parties in a frat. You can go to a nightclub, sit in a VIP section right next to an athlete and it's just so cool. And I thought I had like discovered a hidden secret 
And obviously girls from the college wanted to come to the nightclub. They didn't know if they would get in or not. And I would be able to get them in and I would be able to get them liquor. And I was the guy, you know, I was that guy that would be that plug. And I was super cool to them as well. And to a broke college student going into a VIP section that costs $2,000 and getting unlimited free alcohol from this guy, it's kind of lit. It's kind of awesome. And I say all this stuff because this was my mindset. But nowadays, you won't really see me in the club. Nowadays, you won't really see me pop bottles in VIP sections. But this is what I wanted to do. This is like my first motivator a lot of times for, for money. One of my first motivators to be like these guys. And what changed was, even though I saw it then, it didn't really hit me until later. I saw alcohol as such a cool thing, but I also saw the detrimental effects of alcohol. I saw how alcohol tore relationships apart. I saw how people cheated on their girlfriends and boyfriends when they were drunk, especially women. I saw women do the worst things to guys. They would come in with their boyfriend. A guy would invite her into VIP. She would leave her boyfriend. She would go up there. She would take a few shots and she would kind of make it out the scene like, oh, I'm just gonna grab a drink, babe. He's gonna, I'm gonna use them for drinks. I'm gonna use them. And the guy would sit there and wait and some dude would be dancing on his girl next second, exchange the number low key and then he'd be banging his girl the next week and she would cheat on him. I saw this happen all the time. I saw married women come into the bar and they would just leave with guys in the nightclub, tell their, their boyfriends or husbands or whatever that their phone died. Nobody's phone dies in, in 2023. Nobody's phone dies, I think, post 2015, really. I remember my phone died once and I was like, yep, never again, learned that lesson. Don't wanna be unable to use my cell phone. So I always had a backup charger. I would always charge my phone. Like people's phones don't die, especially women, okay? People that say, oh, my phone is dead. I look at them and I'm like, haven't you learned from your phone being dead before that this is not something that's good? I have multiple phones now where they never die. So, you know, I think that excuse is crazy. And they would text their boyfriend like, oh, I'm going over to Sarah's house. Like I have so many situations and stories I could tell you about women just straight up lying to their guys. And you know, guys lie too, but the way that women would do it was, it was another level. Anyway, I saw the effects of alcohol and, and I also saw people die too. I saw ambulances every single weekend for, for people that were very, it was like normal. It was like, oh, he's too drunk. Ambulance coming here. I kind of desensitized myself to it. Someone was literally dying in front of me, a young person that had no health problems whatsoever. And in a matter of an hour or two, they were in an ambulance going to a hospital and their life was going to change forever. And I didn't really think of anything. You know, I didn't really think it was bad. I was just like, yeah, you had too much fun. Ha ha ha. You laugh this off and whatever. And uh, I saw people just indulge the substance that does nothing for them, but negative, you know, it just, you can think that alcohol is good. And maybe in certain social occasions, it can be beneficial to have a drink in your hand. And I, I won't disagree with this. I really won't. But in the 99% of scenarios, alcohol is not very beneficial for you. And I didn't realize this until later. I didn't realize this until I started working in business and I started seeing the people at the club that used to be out there. And I would notice how their lives haven't improved. I would notice how they would age, like, like the cocktailers, the women that would work there, they would look a lot older after just a few years. And you know what happens when you look a lot older and you work at a nightclub? They would cut you. They would find new girls to come in and these girls that sacrificed their youth to go 
be bottle girls or to go drink and to go party and to be those girls in VIP, they really didn't have anything else to do. And then these girls would go into careers of real estate or some kind of sales and, you know, they would hope to find a guy and all the guys that they had before are not interested in them anymore. They're interested in the newer crowd of younger girls because those guys in VIP, they kept making more money. But the girls that were in the bottle service section and stuff like that, they just, they didn't stay as young and beautiful as they were back in the day. And the alcohol didn't help that. I saw people get DUIs. I saw people, you know, gain weight just from drinking. And they used to be so cool in college, but they just didn't do anything with their lives because the height of their life was just being the cool kid at a college party. Alcohol really robs you of a lot. Not only do you lose financially because alcohol is very expensive, you go to a bar to just drink when you could be drinking water for free. It robs you financially. It robs you mentally because you can't think straight. It robs you emotionally because it is a depressant. It makes you high for a second, but it also makes you feel sad the next day. It makes you feel miserable the next day. It robs you physically because it's really bad for your health. And ultimately it robs you spiritually. You lose sight of what is good in life. You, you give in to temptation because alcohol increases your, your desire to do things in a more primitive aspect. It decreases inhibition. Alcohol is really the worst drug out there in the world. And I say it's the worst and people will say, no, no, like heroin and cocaine have worse health effects. It's so bad because it's normalized. It's okay to drink a beer with your friend like that sounds normal and pe me even saying this right now like oh it's not good people will be like whoa relax it's just a beer it's my point you're so brainwashed to think that this is a good thing you're so brainwashed to think that this this substance is going to bring you anything good in your life you know how many people i talk to that are health nuts too and they're like oh yeah you've got to use gluten-free and you know don't microwave your plastic and don't leave this and that and i'm like don't you drink on the weekends like one shot erases all the, the good things that you're talking about here. You're so pressed on drinking and eating healthy and you, you have this amazing diet, but yet you go and you down shots on the weekends with your girlfriends and your, and your, and your friends. Doesn't that counter it out? Doesn't it cancel everything out? It's like people don't understand. People think that drinking is just like a part of life. Some people can't even have a conversation unless they're grabbing a drink. They can't even start to begin to download any information unless they're having a drink in their hand. And I know a lot of people like this. The only time I really engage in alcohol and, and drinking a lot is around my mentors in the financial firm. And I only do it because of respect. I do it because I value their time more than anything else. And sometimes they'll tell me, hey, look, grab a glass of whiskey with me. It's a pleasure that they have. They've earned it. They make hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And they want me to do it more so just to have that social moment with me. And I'll engage in that. So it's not like I am abstained from alcohol in every situation, but it's a rare occasion that I grab a drink. It's not even like on New Year's that I grab a drink. Alcohol is not a good thing. And I'll only drink if the situation can benefit me in a real, real tangible manner. When I'm drinking with a mentor or someone that is you know, doing very well, it's different. And you know, they know that I don't drink and that's why they want me to drink. And I'll say, come on, for me, do it for me, do it for me. Come on, please, and I'll do it, you know? But 99 times out of 100, I will never touch a drink because it's just not beneficial. 
going out and grabbing a drink with a random girl that that what I, I could hook up with I could sleep with her like is that really worth it for me getting blacked out with a bunch of friends that you know may not may or may not remember the night like is that is that good some of you will just throw away your weekends throw away your health throw away your spirituality throw away your emotions throw away your mental sharpness just for the sake of feeling numb of feeling tranquilized for a moment to feel cool to fit in i don't want to fit in i don't want to sit there and and just drink my life away because i've seen what it does to people I've seen people ruin their lives with DUIs and, and kill people. One of my, my good friends, his dad was killed by a drunk driver. I know the effects of alcohol. I know how bad it is. I've seen women age tremendously from drinking. Young girls, they, they're 20 one day, they look 35 the next. And it's because they drink a lot. It decreases the hydration in your skin. I, I could go into all the health benefits uh, of not drinking alcohol. I could, I could go into it. But I'm telling you, it is so much worse, not necessarily in the, in, the, in the health aspect, it's worse socially. People will not learn to respect you when you're blackout drunk. You're just one drink away from throwing up and making yourself look like a fucking idiot. So this is not me telling you to, to never, ever, ever, ever drink. But it's probably me telling you to put, put it down nine out of 10 times. Because whether you like it or not, alcohol is embedded in our culture. And there are certain situations where maybe grabbing a drink and having a conversation with someone very important to you isn't necessarily the end of the world. There are certain situations like that where it makes this person feel good and it brings them value and that's the value that you bring in that interaction. It's very rare, right? But I, I don't necessarily recommend drinking and, and being intoxicated. And I, I hope this audio can maybe help you put it down at least one time or help you stay away from it. Save yourself some money. Save yourself the, the health consequences. Save yourself spiritually by not giving in a temptation and decreasing inhibition. Save yourself mentally by being sharp and being aware of the situation. Save yourself, you know? I hope this helps you. And if you think that it can help anybody else out there, definitely send it to them. Many times it's just reminding people, just, just don't drink, don't drink, don't drink. It's, it's Friday night here and uh i'm not gonna go out because i don't want to drink because it's not beneficial for me because i could go out and you know pay 20 bucks for a valet pay 20 30 bucks for a drink maybe buy somebody else a drink spend four hours of my time in a club where i can't hear anything and you know i used to think this was really cool i used to think this was life but it ain't life so i appreciate you guys for checking in I appreciate you guys for following and subscribing to our YouTube and for always leaving positive reviews on our Spotify and Apple. That, that means a lot to me. It really, really does. And thank you so much for always messaging me and engaging with me. I, I appreciate all the feedback I get from any of the work I do. If you guys ever want to connect with me, you're more than welcome to DM me. And until next time, guys, Sumi out.